Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. The NBA finals still rage on. But the more important offseason has started for us, New York City's. Let's talk basketball. Pod Thorn returns. It's all of us. Like I most people don't realize I'll say it again. Just because I manned the Twitter the the, the Twitter account Pod Thorn, I am not Pod Thorn. I'm Eve. Um, and, uh, I talk basketball. Anyway, the postseason, the offseason, rather, is amongst us. The trade has popped off. I bought the homie, the newest member of Pythorn, my guy, Kool-Aid. Hey, Mr. BK Nets forever. Say hello to the people. What's good? What's good, y'all? Hope y'all, hope y'all ready for... A good pod today, and y'all watching the finals, and y'all keeping track of what's going on with our nets. Hey, I, I think a lot of people are locked in. I'm, I, I get surprised because I block so many people. You know, I don't really want to have sucker sauce, you know, or be dipped in <laughs> sucker sauce. So I block so many. It's so, it's incredible about how many people want to talk Brooklyn Nets basketball, and it's fun. When, you know, like the way we do it, like our group chat is, is, is fun, even though I argue with everybody, <laughs> but, um, you know what I'm saying? It's not personal. You know what I mean? It's, yo, I, I love basketball a different way from the way you love basketball. It doesn't make one better than, than, than the other, but you're a hands-on, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to expose who you are, but you, you, you a legend in your own right. And I appreciate you um, listening to my basketball uh, uh, emotionalness on group chats all the time. And now we finally got a pod going. How how you feeling? How, like, what what what's how been your emotional state during this playoffs? Before we get into the nitty gritty of what's happening. Um, the playoffs has been very exciting. Uh, even with us being swept. Uh, there's been some great series. There's been much watched TV. Uh, I think there's finals. You gotta love it too, too. You got storylines, plots, but at the end of it, you got good basketball. Yeah. And it seems to be driven by each night, which team makes that little adjustment and the second half that carries over from that third quarter, that in between the last five minutes of the third and the first five of the fourth. Mm. That's been telling of um, the series so far. So I, my emotional state is, as a basketball junkie, I'm like, I'm itching over here, scratching, drooling, like, yes, more. I need, I could take seven games of this. Yeah, no, I, for me, it's like, it's, it's, um, it's bittersweet because I love watching basketball these three days that have gone since 
since we had a game, um, you know, I, I, I feel like I, I miss it definitely. And I get hyped when the games are starting to come on. But as I watch the games, I look at these teams. I look at this Boston team. This Boston team was supposed to meet us in the Eastern Conference Finals, lose, learn something from it, and then beat us next year. We, we, let, we let the NBA off easy. This was a year we were supposed to do something. I, not only this year, last year was supposed to be ours too. And it, it's like how that part of it, you know, Kool-Aid, what, like, Dimelo, so what do you, how does that make you that, feel? Do you feel that at all? Oh, I feel that, um, and you know, I say this in my group chat. Mm. I really think our NBA window was three years, and that's including the year that's coming up. I think last year, with you, you, you saw it. I mean, you got a small sample size of them playing together, but I think in the 19 games they were 16 and three, mm-hmm. so it was just pure dominance. You saw how they got rid of the Celtics last year. It was like a walk in the park, you know. Yeah. Um, they 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 actually own, gave them a game, which yeah, and you know. And so I look at how we dismantled um, the Bucks the first two games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people can say all we did was whole serve and, you know, win the games we're supposed to win at home. Yeah. But at one point, it was a 50 in a playoff game. You don't do that unless you're in a dominant team. We Correct. still won by 39. So I look at that and say everything that can happen for the Nets, it always seems to happen. We can't never catch a break. But this is true. You is know, it something systematic, that, though? Are we doing something wrong no, as an organization? I, I'm, no, you can't. You can't predict first game, James Harden tweaks his hamstring a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Can't you can't you can't say that. You can't predict Giannis is gonna keep his foot there and Kyrie comes down on that. Those are things you can't predict. You can't predict that Joe Harris at that well, last year was either one or two of the best three-point shooters in the league. Mm-hmm. He can't hit a shot at all. And, you know, people always say, well, we were asking our role players to do a little bit more. And that's fine. But we were asking him to hit an open shot. So maybe... You know, maybe the Jeff Greens and the Blake Griffins couldn't sustain that outbreak they had in game five. That's fine. But you need the people that you depended on to be able to be dependable. And it's not always going to be the stars. So when I look at all of this in totality, I say the substance of these teams that are playing now you see it. They're, they're, every night it's somebody different stepping up. So we did let the league off the hook. And they, and I think the league knows it. I just hope that by next year they haven't caught up to us. I, so I don't think the best teams are going to win. I, I think it's a matter of health. And if you know that, if you've been through what the Nets have been through, you need, I think you need more youth which is why when we used to argue whether or not they should use the, the the trade, I had to agree with you in a way. I mean, to use the draft pick, rather. 
um, when we were talking about should we use 2022 or 2023? You know what I'm talking yeah, about, no, right, Yeah, it, Yeah, and it was good that they pushed it back. I just need them to buy draft picks now. They need three. Yeah. Yeah, they that actually, that's a great point. I don't know if anybody's willing to sell them because of how over the cap almost the entire NBA is. And they want to try to use those young bodies as best as they can. But you you were right in a sense where the Nets need young, durable bodies. They need guys that they could throw at an 82-game season to make sure that Kyrie and KD could play 60, 65 games and rest the rest. They, like I'd like to see them get 20 games of not – being hurt and resting and rehabbing and all that, just rest. And for the Nets to still be able to win games when one or one or two or or, or of the three superstars rest. And they got to build so, a roster to do that. So in a perfect world, right, if you're just looking, you're just looking at what we have right now. Mm. And I'm not going to do any hypotheticals. I'm just going to say, let's say Patty Mills opts in. Right, mm-hmm. he's staying. I believe he stays because of Ben Simmons. He always wanted to, to you know, be you know, play with him. Okay, cool. yeah, now you yeah, and he brother. knows him from so from young. Him. It's like a little yeah. brother to him, you know. I so, get it. So let's say you keep him, mm-hmm. and you know Joe Harris is back, and you know Kyrie's Kyrie. So I'm not going to go on nobody that's a free agent. I'm just going to say this part: you got Ben Simmons that's six ten, six eleven. So that big wing that we've been asking for, you have him. Mm-hmm. You have Kessler Edwards coming back. That's about six eight, six nine. You will have KD. That's another seven footer for the wing. I think um, you have Joe Harris as well. So that's another six six body. I think in, in all in all actuality, you need about one more wing. That's six seven or better. Two. Matter of fact, let me say that too. And the reason why I'm you, saying that, is even though we need, have Kessler and Ben now. Understand, this team didn't even have a Kessler and Ben type before. Like, our big wing was Kevin Durant, and that's it. And kind of, you know, um, uh, Green was was good too. But still, we we were smaller last year than we were this year. Yeah, and so when you look at it, though, if you go, we got nine players, we're either going to have nine or ten players. Mm -hmm. So let's just say for the five spots we have to fill. Not counting the two ways because right. the two ways should get development minutes as well. You know how you know how they do. They insert them. I'm mm-hmm. saying, let's say we have five spots to, to to sew up. You want two wings, just because that's the league now. You need to be able to have those long, athletic two-way wings. Mm-hmm. And you know they're going to come with deficiencies because we're not drafting. We don't have any picks. So now you're you're getting ones that you're either going to say, yo, he's six seven and above, and he's just going to be defense, and whatever mm-hmm. we get from him offensively is a plus, or you're going to get the guy who can shoot and he doesn't really have the D, but he sh- but you can have a scheme that makes him look good. We need a we need a young guard on top of having a veteran. You need a veteran, but I think you need a young combo guard that can play the one good and still shift over to the two. Preferably 6'5 or taller. Like, I think with the Nets, everything they look at needs to be, are we getting a guard? 6'5 or taller. 
You're getting wings, six, seven or taller. And you know you need another big. You need a big that could put his back to the basket and absorb some contact because I think those are some of our weaknesses. We know that Claxton, you cannot really rely on him. And I think that hurts. I think that hurts KD and Kyrie's game. And people may not want to hear that, but when LaMarcus Aldridge first came, he opened the game up for them because he gave them points in the low post. Mm -hmm. That way, KD could take a minute off. People, people, you had to really watch, watch LA because history shows that's his spot. That left block, he go to work on him. So now you can get people cutting off of him, backdooring, um, flare staggered screens to open threes. Right. This year, this year without him and a real post present, KD and Kyrie worked too hard for their baskets. And the only time I saw KD play fun free was during the COVID written part of the season when right. he played with the kids. Right. You saw the youth, the athleticism, he passing the ball up. They were having fun. But we what a, need to inject that. What so so give me a prescription on that, right? What what I see is that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving don't really go together. Not because they necessarily clash, but they do the same thing. They're, they're, they're just, you know, they're the best one-on-one or one-on-two or one-on-five scorers in the NBA. Um, how do you fix that dynamic where, where you have two stars that are so good at what they do that they almost play take-turns basketball, which never really works? Conductor. You saw it. We all saw it work. Harden took the back seat as the star. Correct. Right? And he became the super playmaker. Correct. So when you do that, now he had the ball. Now it also was Kyrie buying in, telling him, hey, you're the point guard. I'm the two guard, which means I'm I'm expecting you to get me shots when I'm open. I'm going to feed off of you. So as you saw, Harden set the plate for a lot of people. It was hard to guard KD or Kyrie or even Joe Harris. So, but remember, matter. remember this. Remember this, though. When we started, we were uh, two games above five hundred when we added um, James Harden, right? Like it was clear we were having some issues because, and I think the mistake that a lot of people make is they think Kyrie is a point guard. I, that's what fucked up Kyrie Boston. Is a, Kyrie is Iverson two point Absolutely not. Not the same dude. Necessarily, I think, I think his jumper is so much like his. his it's it's like no, technology. We, we, yeah, I, we're not. I'm not. I'm not gonna talk semantics on it. What I'm right. saying is that you're listed as a point guard because of your height, mm-hmm. but your game says you're a two guard. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And the reason why, and the reason why you can see that and say it, and I mean, if people don't realize that something is wrong. When he makes his move, he's not making his move. And he will sometimes dish to the open person, but his first thing is to go get a bucket. And I've said this numerous times in our group chat. There were times him and KD would pull up right at the dotted. Two people would come and not throw the wraparound pass or dump down to Drummond for the easy dunk. And then, you know, people get mad at that, but Drummond is an airhead. Right. Mm-hmm. There's times he's going to look good and then there's times he's going to take off. 
mentally, if you feed him and give him a dunk, it keeps him engaged. He's excited. Not, he but can, not he only can remember to play he, defense. He got bigger problems than that. Like he'll do like a he'll do a dipsy doodle. Like he, he plays like he's yeah, six but, eight. But if you simplify, but if you simplify the game for players like that, mm. like look at Claxton, you simplify it for him. Throw a lob. All you got to do is catch it. Connect with the rim. Easy bucket. That's his game. No different from Capella, who Nets fans would love to have right now. We would and love to have. And not saying that Claxton is Capella, Capella right now because obviously he's not. I'm just using it as a comparison. But back to Kyrie, he's a two guard. He doesn't look to to make a move for somebody else. If it happens, it happens. But he's looking to go get a bucket. Right, and like so the way he gets his assist. The way Kyrie gets his yeah. assist is he'll go to the hole, he'll jump, he'll see that his he can't score, and he'll dish it out. Or yeah, he like ha, have you seen like this is this is where we argue all the time, and um, I'm not even gonna I, I don't I promise you we're not belaboring the point, but I I I just I just look at it like this: the reason why I'm so hopeful is because I understand that the the Dan Tony seven sections or, or less system depends on a guy who could keep their dribble, dribble drive in the lane and create for others. We didn't have that dude. 100%. We we didn't have that dude. So you could basically you the only time you saw a little bit of the offense is when Dragic would come in. And Dragic would actually run the offense. But the offense would break because you have two of the best or the most elite ISO scorers playing in a read-react offense. Could you could you explain to, to our listening public? Because a lot of people don't understand that the NBA is not necessarily play calls like they did when we were in high school and, 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 and younger. It's mostly read-and-react offenses. If they do this, we do that. Can you kind of diagnose for me from, from you know someone who knows ball more tac- tactile experience with ball than I than I have? Um, okay, so well, explain to me is, what the difference is between an NBA offense and what everyone knows of high school ball and calling plays and running the Princeton offense and stuff like that. Break that down for me. Like, what is it? NBA player coming down the court with the ball in his hands, what is he looking at before he gets in a set? Okay, so I'm assuming we're talking about the point guard with the ball in his hand or the person or the playmaker. I'm just going to say playmaker. Playmaker. Let's Okay. Cuz if we so, say point guard, especially with the Nets starting five last year, we're not really and there's not a really a point guard in there. Yeah, that's why I'm going to say playmaker. So normally, mm-hmm. you know, and and this this has to go back to I don't even think the Nets offense is a read and react, to be honest. I think the Nets offense is built on dribble handoff, a little bit of pistol. I think they should run a little bit of a horn set. But they run, they run horns. Yeah, but the way they run it. They don't. So if you look at the way the Nets run horns, and then you look at how the Utah Jazz ran horns when Jerry Sloan was there, it looks totally different. Oh, uh, it's 
it's like looking at a different sport though. Like everybody yeah. was kind of in yeah. that in that version of horns, a power forward was a power forward. A center was okay. a center. Now you absolutely right. Now watch this. Now watch how Golden State runs home. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is that a lot of Nets offense, because we have two great ISO creators and, and, and shot makers, needs to have actions on the other side. So right. when you're coming down the court, a lot of times our person is looking, can he beat the person off the dribble? I, they're not necessarily looking who's the next defender that's going to come from behind. Because that's normally what you do as a playmaker. Okay, mm-hmm. if, I'm going, if I'm going to attack, where's the help coming from? So now I know what's my next pass. So when you're calling the sets, and you know I'm an advocate for Nash to call sets and have a real system, the reason why is we have those three top heavy stars and really Joe Harris, who knows their role. Mm. Seth Curry and Patty Mills truly don't know their role in this offense yet because they all haven't played together. Right. And then you and then you're trying to incorporate these young kids. So you need a system that allows them to know, hey, this is where you're going to get your shots from. This is what we're expecting from you. So now you don't get when we come down and whoever's making the move, you're looking for somebody to cut, they don't cut. Or they're not in that spot. Or it's crowded on the on the left wing because you got two people there. Mm-hmm. But one should be moving up towards the top of the key. Now the read and react is exactly what it sounds like. You make your move. When the defender comes, you're looking for the kick out. And it's normally the kick out for the three. Right. When a lot of times, to me, I think we're missing opportunities because we could be getting twos. A basket is a basket. And my right. book, I just want to score. Right, right. You know, I, but it I, goes back. I, it, I think I think a lot of that. We need a system. I, I, I think a lot of that, and it's, again, we played a team, and you've heard this before, and I, I, I spam it on Twitter all the time, but it's, you know, most of the people that listen to this is, is weird, Kool-Aid. Most, most of the people that listen to podcasts listen to it on Spotify. Like, we get all our views from Spotify. I don't even understand why. I don't, I've never promoted or nothing. It's just, I guess they look for, the way they look for net stuff on there it's, it, and, and get us. But for the people who haven't heard me say this on Twitter, uh, the Celtics five, starting five with Robert Williams played over 415 minutes. Without Robert Williams, with just with just Al Horford, and I forget who comes in um, um, when they go a little smaller, they played 405 minutes. The teams that we saw in the playoffs were played 800 minutes together, and as five as five man lineups, and we had two lineups over a hundred uh, over a hundred minutes together. The first one had Blake Griffin, Kevin Durant, and uh, 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 I, I forget who the other person was that no longer is here anymore. And Bruce Brown wasn't playing then either. And that and that and that oh, lineup Bembry. was oh, Bembry. Yes, <laughs> it's. It's like hilarious when you think of the the roster job they did last year. It's terrible, but anyway, that group had a hundred and um 
um, um, 15 minutes together and the Nets five had 105 minutes together or something like that, vice versa. But regardless, a team that our second most used lineup, let's say if it was our second most used lineup, we don't even have that team anymore. Two of the players ain't even on the team. One of them wasn't was in the doghouse and not really playing anymore. The the and then the one that we played our starting five only played a hundred and five minutes together. Now, for me, I look at things from statistics, analytics. You you, you know what I do. I, I we were just talking about pseudo.com. Like, I go back with the internet back to then. <laughs> I've been doing this for a long time. And when I look at the numbers and I say to myself, a team that only has played less than 150 minutes together, right? We didn't get nowhere near 150 minutes. But let's say you got 150 minutes together. You, you're not beating a team that could put out two different starting fives that played 405 minutes together and was fully healthy. That You just got to say God is with you. <laughs> God is with the Celtics or the Leprechauns or whatever the hell. Kyrie stepping on the Leprechaun. I don't know, but they were blessed this year and they're going to win a championship, not because I think they have the best talent. They're going to win a championship just because they stayed together. They they. They didn't rebel on the coach. He he was in 11th place, yo. Celtics fans wanted him fired. And then they came back in January. I mean, I what is wrong with that theory? I know that there's probably, like, I'm looking at it from the numbers perspective. What is wrong with that theory, Kool-Aid? So, you're not wrong with the theory. Continuity is, 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 is real. I think it goes even deeper to than what you're saying, and I'm going to try to tap into it. Mm. My question is this. doesn't matter. We we can say Steve Nash is a KD guy. He's a Sean Marks guy. Truthfully, he's both of their guys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, in saying that, we saw that the GM and the coach are not on the same page. And people are going to say, why am I saying that? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to say this in roster construction. You know, you can you know how I feel about Sean Marks. He, mm-hmm. I think he's average. I'm not I'm not sold on him yet because I think from going from Billy King, yeah. who's incompetent, who's been around so much basketball, all he did was do the same thing he did in Philly with AI. Exactly the same thing. Trade, tra- you know, exactly the same thing. So then you get Sean Marks, who's got some common sense, and he's going to do the best. To me, he worked good on rebuilding. You know I what? Really seen what he's. You know I what? Really seen what he could do yet mm-hmm. for a championship construction, and the reason why. And I'm not going to say that. You know, I feel that Steve Nash shouldn't have got this job. Once you got Katie in him, that's that's neither here there. The, he's the coach now. Mm-hmm. I look at. Okay, you got rid of Brimbury, right? And you just gave gave him away for free. We're still paying Carter. Right, mm-hmm. he couldn't play for us, he but he played, could for, play the Bucks. for the Bucks, mm-hmm. right? Which is weird, you know. Um, but then you, you, we're still paying him next year, mm. right? So people keep saying the owner is cheap. Yeah, he didn't want to be stuck to DJ's contract for the next two years, but he still spent that same damn near ten million. 
Right. Because he took back Sekou. He waived him. So mm-hmm. that was like three to five million. He paid Carter. That's eight. He gave out another six, five point something for DJ and the picks. To me, right. that was a lot. You, you give up a lot. So yep. I go, I go, okay, we signed Kessler Edwards, right? Mm-hmm. To a real standard contract and cut a vet. You don't play Kessler Edwards. That tells me you're not on the same page because you could have waited to sign Kessler Edwards if you was only going to give him four minutes in the playoffs. And you would have had him for three years this summer instead of two. So that shows me the some. Hold, you know, hold on, I got to make sure we we see. I I didn't think we were going to bring this point up because there was a lot of misinformation about that. It it, it I forgot who broke it down. It was like a real no, capologist. No, so, no, no. So this is how it, I know I know how it works in okay. theory. So. He had. They have an option, so they gave him the standard contract, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So now it's a team option this year. If they decline it, he becomes a restricted free agent. They can match it. What they'll probably do is decline it, and then give him. And that's why I kept saying, "Well, if you can't get who you're really looking for with this, with this, uh, the tax mid-level exception." You can break it down between him and, 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 and David Duke Jr. And then you have them for three or three or four years. I don't know. Don't quote me on the years. But I believe they can give him a three-year, maybe a four-year. I'm, I'm, I'm not exactly sure it's about the fourth year. But I know they can do a three-year deal. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's how you keep some of your young talent to transition from when it's KD's team to Ben Simmons' team. Right. Because right. they'll still be on cheap contracts. Right, and they'll um, have they'll have four years. Not four years. They'll have three good, strong years together, playing next to KD, and then they could they could become a whole other team. That's that's always been my hope was that they, that they'd eventually steal another big player so that they could have the KD era that could teach Ben how to win, teach teach Ben how to mature and become a man. Because a lot of people don't realize this, like when they're criticizing these kids, like. It's one thing if you're 30 years old doing wild for the night stuff, but you, Ben is 24, he's 25. He's, he looks 25, stubborn. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, like if he's done immature stuff in the past, like he's a kid, man. Like, and I and as much as you know, my generation, a little bit before your generation, um, you know, 25 in those days, you was old. You you were a father of two and. <laughs> You might have a wife and, and, a, and a mistress. You know, 25 is different now. 25, you playing Fortnite all night. You you know, you saw his his yeah. girlfriend posted his little Call of Duty or whatever game it was. Yo, these dudes are, are on a different time. When when he gets old enough, and, and I'm not saying that everybody's different if you look at if you look at the uh if you look <coughs> if you look at the um <clears throat> Celtics as an example. You know they they're young too, and they they seem more mature. Or but we don't we don't even know. But still, you're talking about kids, man. You're talking about kids. Like we we were just talking about. We both could have had a couple of Ben Simmons by now <laughs> while in the streets. All right, all right, all right. Let me bring this back. Let me reel myself in before I start talking mega shit. Um, to your point, to your point. 
Let's let's start talking about the off season and you know directly. The way I analyze the off season is like this. I look at the landscape, right? I'm not worried about the Miami Heat. I think the Miami Heat are a good example of a team that has a great organization, have a great culture, is real. You know, they have a, a, a leader in Pat Riley who's undeniable. You have Spolstra who, you know, they tried to eat him alive, but because he had Pat Riley. Remember, the, the same way we talk about Fire Nash, they were talking about Fire, Fire Spolstra, and it, it was one player on the team that was kind of pushing for it. LeBron back then, Kyrie kinda now. Um, that's a good example of a of a of a smart team holding on and letting their their head coach develop. And the Nets don't necessarily have that structure, but we have the talent. I don't think those guys are older. I saw some key flaws in Bam's game. I don't see much around them. Like Tyler Hero might be on the move because he's about to get the bag. When you look at the landscape, it's the Bucks and the Celtics. You have to build a team that's going to let your overwhelming superstar talent operate in a way that they can succeed because you, you've closed the door on what these other teams' talent can do. They, didn't, they stopped KD. They interrupted KD. But really what they did was contain KD. You don't stop superstars. On our side, we couldn't contain none of their guys. So as we talk about the offseason, let's just think about it. Let's think about the things we need to beat the, excuse me, uh, to beat the two teams that are ahead of us. The 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 Bucks. Uh, and first of all, do you agree with that? The Bucks and the Celtics are ahead of us. What do we do this offseason to get past them? Um, you have to agree with that. I mean, one team won the chip last year, mm-hmm. and one team's in the finals right now and could possibly win the chip. So you you kind of got to agree with that. Like, it goes back to, so you said, what do we have to do? For me, you, this Celtics series mm. and Buck series, to me, both played out the same way. We got beat on hype. Both right. Like, that's the truth of the matter. Even Hells with yeah. KD, if we get one rebound, one stop, one contest that, that, that alters a shot, those are the series for both of them. Yep. So that we could have we could have closed games, out the Bucks series if we could just like People forget all the easy baskets we give along we gave up along the way just by having Joe Harris at power forward. And Joe Harris playing power forward and playing small forward and trying to, you know, with Kyrie out, step up, you it's too much for him. That's not that's not what Joe Harris is there for. Joe Harris is there for to space the floor so KD and Kyrie can be who they want to be. And once Kyrie got hurt, he had to step up in a way that he's not used to. Not only on offense, but on defense, too. And that really affected him. Oh, yeah, Middleton killed him. Yeah, Middleton ruined him. Ruined him. I never want to see uh, him as small forward ever again. 
That no, was a... he can play small forward. It's the fact that Middleton is six eight six nine. Right, he and shouldn't be playing. He's a little bit more athletic than Joe. Right, and but if if we were playing, I always thought, and you probably seen one of the hundred million um, Twitter arguments that I've had about this. I've always said for Kevin Garnett to be, I'm Kevin Garnett for Kevin Durant to be Kevin Durant, like he has to have all his advantages. Playing him at the five, you're just playing him with someone who's his size and who can guard him. Play him at the three. He does it well, and that's where he has his biggest mismatch. Shit, I'd play him at shooting guard like, um, like, um, I, I, what was the name? PJ Carlismo did <laughs> when he first came yeah, out. Yeah, he came in the league. He yeah, he was in the playing the two. But, I think this year you see it. This is the year he goes back to the three. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I think he has to go back to the three, and that was a great point you made, every time I see KD, he's, he falls about five times. Right. Because he took off about 10 to 15 pounds for the Achilles. Right. So right. he's a little bit thinner. Yep. So now he's playing shadow D, meaning he's a he's always been a great help side defender. So even one-on-one, he just can stretch his arm out and contest the shot. But a lot of threes he can he can work with, and you allow Ben to take care of the of the bulkier ones that want to do a little back and down. You know, Ben can Ben can thrive on that. I think, you know, like I said, it goes back to they need that other wing. Now we can say they need that other wing, but this is something I want to say to the Nets world. Mm-hmm. There's not that many real difference maker and free agent rather big names because a lot of people opted in to their deals last year or the year before because they knew this year the money and how there wasn't a lot of cap space so they stayed with their team so in order to get those names you're going to do some trades there's going to be some finagling mm. now when you bring us through a scenario now, bring us through a scenario i know these scenarios so i'm gonna just let you go go bring now, us through I your scenarios I really don't have a scenario. Nah, come on. In theory, so no, we no, got we we've got group chats that go on like uh, two hundred posts. <laughs> no, I get that part, but I'm just trying to be as realistic as possible. Like, mm. I don't think the Nets are going to be able to do any of those trades. For the simple fact is, you got to have something somebody else wants. Right now, while a big three is off the table. Our only real trading chip, like big ticket, you can get maybe not an or not a superstar, not an all star, but that fringe all star, the Jeremy Grant that everybody loves, that I'm not so thrilled on because it took him a while to get there, and that's not the point. The point is, if you trade for him, you got to pay him right after that, and you mm-hmm. don't even know what this team gonna look like, so that doesn't make sense to do. And people will say, oh, let's do that because you think you that's going to get us to win. I don't think that's really our issue. Yeah, I love Grant and his defense, but he wants to be a part of the offense. I don't think you need that. We already got three stars. Mm-hmm. You need people to accept the role and thrive in their role and know that, yo, there might be a game you only get five shots. There might be another game where you get 10 or 15. It's just right. how the game plays. And you're okay with that. I think that's why Bruce Brown thrives so much. He figured out how to get shots 
without having plays called for him. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. accepted any role that they gave him. And he excelled at that. And that's why he's going to get a bag this year. So I say that to say these free agents that we're talking about that, that people think we're going to get, I'm like, well, who's really out there? Y'all going to go crazy for a Nicholas Batum? I may have wanted him two years ago. I don't want him now. But give me B.J. Boston. I'll take him because it's some upside. And he's not that expensive. And then people will count the owner's money and say, hey, he's cheap. Well, we need to be the number one spending team. Sorry, you're not going to beat Golden State. They got about four or five real rotational all-star players. So we got three. Maybe you say Joe Harris is the fringe and you take that. I also don't want the Miles Turner trade that people keep talking about. Guess lay, what? You're gonna have lay, to lay that, lay that, lay that trade out. What are they saying? What are they proposing out there for so, Miles Turner? So you know, people want to get rid of Joe Harris for Miles Turner, and I'm just like, first of all, he's not a good rebounder. He blocks shots, yes, and he can shoot threes. He can, but like you see, he's always hurt too. He's had some. He has some injury history. I'd rather take the premium player, which is the wings that can shoot. You can get way more value for Joe Harris than a Miles Turner, even coming off an injury. That doesn't, like, that foot injured the ankle, his shot's still going to be his shot. He's still one of the best three-point shooters in the league. That's always going to be in demand. So if you're going to do a trade like that, then you got to do it where you get good pieces coming back. Mm-hmm. It's not always going to be a one-for-one. And I'm not big on just giving all our draft picks away. We've done that already in the Sean Marks era. And people seem not to realize that. We've given out first-round picks to the – like, guess what? We won the Sadiq Bay now. We gave that up for Shannon. One of the The biggest mistakes of – Marks made a mistake two drafts in a row where he could have picked – With the Clippers. and And he played himself. And I, I, and I get why. I get why. Like yeah, when now? I get it. When he moved back, when he moved back, so he could have the room for the double, the the the, the two superstars. Mm-hmm. My only issue is when you gave out that first round pick to the Clippers, you didn't get nothing coming back. Nothing. As a first rounder, that's my issue. But right. you know, I'm not even going to go there because I don't even want to go down the bash. And we just so the roster construction you need. He, I don't think the free agents that. The fans are hollering for you're going to get so we have to temper expectations even myself some days because I fluctuate because I'm, I'm, I'm still a fan at the end of the day, so I'm gonna get emotional and then listen, I gotta come back down to my senses listen I the only thing I wouldn't do is so so let's say so, so I'm gonna give you my trade Joe Harris straight up for OG now, Ooh, but you got to pay OG, right? Oh, I think OG is signed. Let, let me pull up his contract. Because I know Joe Harris has two years left. Like, and in all honesty, this is what I think should happen. I think minor a minor trade for one of them small guards, meaning the Patty or Seth Curry, unfortunately, and because they're little, you want to mm-hmm. be able to get something. I would want to keep Seth because he brings a little more to the table, but I think you need Patty for Ben. 
So the conflict of that is me saying, well, you know what? Keep what you got. Add in a bigger, add in a bigger, a bigger guard that could take the Spencer role. That could be a combo. Bring me those two wings and a big, and then whatever else you choose to do, you do. And let's see what it looks like when they all play together. Because then you still have those draft picks, and you can see at the trade deadline what you need to do. Now, that so, also means I have but, to have faith in Sean Marks. Hold on, but before you, as you're at, calculating that, you need to know this bit of information. Next year, OG will make $17 million. The year after that, he'll make $18 million. And the year after that, he'll make nineteen million. We would have him under control all the way to the twenty twenty five season. I would do that trade. I would yeah. do that trade. <coughs> Excuse I me. I'm getting. Three. I I'm I getting would, a little choked up seeing these numbers because you could you could trade him for Joe Harris straight up, and you could fix their problem, which I don't love. I don't love fi- like Joe Harris in a Nick Nurse system is going to be really good. And they have way too yeah. many wings. They're they're a team of all wings. And OG, um, look, I, this is a tough one for me because I have visions of lineups that when KD and Kyrie go to the bench, that Ben Simmons could run lineups with with Curry, Patty. And um, and Joe Harris, where all he would do is throw lobs to Claxton or or whoever the center is. We don't we, we you know we may not even have a center come a couple weeks. Um. Um. But you could go. You can have the preeminent three point assist man. Pitching to a clutch winning three point shooter, and two, three point champions three-point percentage champions like that's a rare combination of shooting and that fits around ben perfectly if you had your druthers which would you choose get og and trade joe harris right and og could shoot the three a little bit he's respectable but he's not joe harris you could that's a lot of regular season wins if you mix ben simmons joe harris and seth curry together i i which one would you do? <laughs> That's a tough one for me. <laughs> now, for me, I would keep it. I would keep Joe Harris. The reason why, mm. I'm tired of playing a small guard. Like, the mm. NBA, between that two, three, three position, and a little bit of the four, that's the problem, besides the point guards. Like, mm. I think Kyrie can, when he wants to play D, he'll play D. So I'm not worried about that. But the kill of the, so who would you start at the two? See, that becomes the issue. When that when when the lineup you just gave me, it would have been what we saw in the playoffs then. You got Claxon with Ben who will replace KD and all those little guards. That's right. not gonna win nothing. No, I, I think it wins saw that. But it's a different thing because it we were asking season. We were asking no, I'm talking about in the playoffs. Think about this. We were asking Seth Curry on a bad ankle to get buckets on his own that's that's not what he does like when i'm seeing seth curry do triple crossover step back i'm like this is not what seth curry does but because the he was essentially the point guard 
and he's not a point guard. He's less of a point guard than than Kyrie is. Uh, I don't know what they teaching them boys at Duke, but he's a he's a shooting guard too. But once you have Ben, you don't have to be small. You could be big on defense still, and then when you come down on offense, it's the defense has to either do one or two things. Are you gonna keep the ball out of the hands of the shooters, or are you gonna let Ben hit his head on the backboard over and over again? That's gonna be tough. No, don't just. That's no, gonna be tough. Watching. Ben going to the basket. You you remember when he played us in the playoffs and he got in that little fight with um, oh. with um, with Jerry Dudley, Dudley, with old oatmeal face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jared, no. Jared Dudley, the ben, only so net player me, I hate. <laughs> to me, Ben is a poor man's Giannis because he yeah. won't take the jump shot. But, but he's better than Giannis. He's he's better than Giannis at one thing. And matter of fact, he's elite floor, at this one thing. General. He's a great floor general. floor general and he could pass. He could get to the rim. But you can see what what also was wrong with Ben. Ben doesn't have the dedication of Giannis. You see the monster that Giannis became? You see what how his like Ben used to be more diesel is, than Giannis. Ben used to be bigger than Giannis. This is what I said in my other um, group chat. Mm-hmm. I said, um, Ben, um, Anthony Davis, Cat, um, mm. they, they're good at basketball. Right. They don't love basketball. There's a big difference. And Bede, and Bede had the injury to his back and his foot, right? Mm-hmm. Or was it his knee? You know, he had a you know that made him miss a couple of years. You still seen that he worked on his game, right? You 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 see the dedication people put in. You see the work every single year. You slow. see every single year you see, um, Giannis come back. He come back with a new something else. A new a new thing he could do in his bag, whether it be shooting. Like this is a dude that was playing grown men, but out of gyms that that look like the Y when we used to play in. <laughs> As kids, the before so, they they remodeled those, it. Listen, I've been in some of them gyms where the ground you playing on, you step on the wrong piece of wood, it come up, get a splint in your big toes going through the shoe. Like yep. I've been in some of these countries where it, 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 it's rough, but it build character, and if you ain't got it, you ain't got it. So Absolutely. clearly, he had it. Absolutely, you know? Absolutely, and that just, and that's the thing is. It's hard. It's hard for a dude like Ben because one, you could tell he's immature. He's been spoiled his whole life. You know, going to Oak Hill was like, you know, they they went around the world to go get him to bring him back to Oak not, Hill. Not not Oak Hill. He went to Mont 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 uh, the one in Florida with um, Mont Verde Academy. Coach that, yeah, it's, he went there with D'Angelo Russell and D'Angelo Russell and somebody I, else. All I always that. mistake that. They just and they just took a, a a picture of them dudes too, like all of them together with their coach. Oh, okay, oh yeah, yeah. Steve Smith just retired. That's what it is. He just retired. Right, right, right. But but back to what I was saying, it's just they don't love basketball. Like even with my son, you know, I give him his discipline, but I can't give him the love. And I say that to him all the time. I said you have to love this. You can't wake up at 
six o'clock in the morning every single day, you know, trying to become who you want to become. If you don't love it, if you don't love it, we need to stop right now. And I'm going to teach you the code and you're going to just learn to do my job eventually. And I'm going to use my connections and you're going to you're going to win no matter what. We could start focusing on that. But he has to come get me out of bed at 6 a.m. He has to have that love because I don't want to create a Ben. I don't want to create a. I don't want to create a Kyrie like, like. Ha, nah. Do you do you see my that? Little, uh, what was you gonna say? So my little cousin, I'm mm. piggybacking off what you said about the love for it. Right. My little cousin is going into St. Joe's in September as a freshman. Right. He's ranked in Jersey, and I go, yo. You can't be me. You're not. You're not walking in at six five. So you can't be me. What you can do though is all the work I did, and, and nobody's gonna open the door for you if you don't get up and put the work in. Your father shouldn't have to tell you get up anymore. Right. Your push up should be done. Shot should be put up. Like. Correct. You know, so that's just going on. If you love it, you love it. But let's let look, let me reel you back in now, mm-hmm. and let's figure out how. This summer is is this is the Sean Mark summer. This is his era. absolutely good. Or bad. Absolutely, good absolutely. Or bad. Like all these things are this things he it. has to weigh to to weigh. It's not just like when you're putting an NBA team. You know, you look at a guy like Cat Carl Anthony Towns has all has everything, everything. Side well, maybe he doesn't have quickness and agility. Like he he's a big dude, but he can shoot. He can score inside. He got a mid-range. If he felt like playing defense, he'd be good at defense. But it's like there's this other thing that you you don't realize how different it is until you see a Luca or you see a Ja. Like Ja Morant's dad well, did it I the right way. I don't think Luca loves it yet neither. And you don't think so? You're probably going to say what? No, and you know why? Hmm. He's been he's been a professional since what fourteen? Fourteen. So he's been a professional about eight years already. No, he was eleven just, years old. He was eleven years old when his mother sent him away from from his country to to yeah, Spain. Yeah, and so to be a basketball. So what player. happens is a lot of the a lot. Of, so what they don't tell you is when they send their kids to these different countries to play. There's dorms inside of the gym that they live in. Correct. Right. Correct. There's rooms in there, so that's where they're at. So they're literally in the gym, twenty four seven. Now he's going to school and all that, but he's just learning the fundamentals. Once he turned fourteen, fifteen, he's getting. He's actually getting a check now. It's mm-hmm. a different one. I'm sponsoring you now. I'm giving you money. So I say that to say. Once he lose weight and come in toned up, I don't know for sure. He really loves it, and he's working on right. his weaknesses. His weakness is conditioning. It's not a skill. It's, 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 it's conditioning. It's discipline and dedication. Yeah, yeah. And so once he gets that conditioning, it's just like Zion. Mm-hmm. I know he got hurt because of the foot. The foot issue is because you're 6'5", 340. Right. You should be a DT, but you're a power forward. Right. Not but even. He's a small forward. But, you know, he's playing in the body, but he's playing power forward because of his body. Right. No, I'm, I'm just saying that, that part of Zion's height, problem right? is he's not dunking 
from the paint. He's he's taking the ball. He's taking a ball from from the three point line and dribble driving in. So that yeah, that's torque, Charles Barkley two point Yeah, yeah, but but Charles never weighed that much. For as much as we talk yeah, about he round back, he didn't no, weigh. He, Charles he, never had three hundred forty on. Three hundred. Yeah, nah, 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 Alabama nah, nah. days. Zion easily three twenty. Zion easily three twenty. Easy. Easy. At his peak weight, I know he probably he needs to come back two seventy. I never forget Gilbert Arenas' breakdown of Zion. And he was like, he was like, yo, I don't know. <laughs> he's he's 340 and he's only he, he's only 6'5. That's yeah. Well, I listen. didn't even know Gil said that. Yeah, no, Gil, yo, Gil, Gil gave the illest breakdown of Oh, it's unbiased. That's why I love his breakdowns, they're unbiased. Uh, he's only biased when he's talking about himself, <laughs> but he's he's great at breaking down. Like one time he broke down why Doc Rivers is a bad bad coach. It was the realest thing I've ever heard. Cause you know Doc NBA is dudes, terrible. Doc is terrible. he's a horrible coach, y'all. I'm so happy the Sixers are bringing him back. Cause they, in order for him to get fired, they have to implode, and we have that draft pick, and I think that's how he's going. They're gonna implode, and we're gonna. Somehow luck up, get get a incredible young player. Him and Ben are gonna gonna um you know do things, and we're gonna give Sean Marks all the credit like he did something. If he don't trade it, if he doesn't trade it, if he doesn't trade it, like that's I'm kind of scared of that because there's so many good young kids in this draft. If we if we have a little time after, I want to go through the list of our free agents and pick who's going and coming. Um. Shoot, whenever you're ready, shoot. You, you, you ready? Let's do that. Let's I'm do ready. that because we, we, we've been politicking a long time. Let me, all right. So, LaMarcus Aldridge is number one on the list. Is gone. he gone? Yeah, he signed in gone. Italy or something like that, right? Like, No, nah, no, nah, he made a joke about do you need somebody to score, but I think, I think, um, and this is some of the stuff I heard as well, mm. a lot of the handling of the vets have the vets looking at them a little bit funny. You can't expect us to come and take this vet minimum. One, right. you don't play us. And we could say, you know, he was shot, he was this, he was that, he got hurt. You never gave him a look. Mm. Yeah. And they all talk. We all know that. You, and, you, and you heard what Draghi said on his way out. It's always something going on every day. Yep. It was issues that was being said last year on why we didn't get the order portal because you know, they were skeptical of other players. Right. So, go right. ahead, L.A., gone. Gone. Bruce Brown Jr. I'm going to wait on him. Let's go to Blake because he's a vet. Okay. So, you, you jumping way down the list. Blake Griffin. Oh. Yeah, I want to get rid of the old people. I'm going to okay. get them out the way first before we get to the young vet. Okay. I'll do, I'll do that. All right. So, Blake Griffin. Gone. I have a funny feeling that they're gonna put him on the bench. That coach. You know why? I was in I was in Industry City. There's a beer garden over there that my wife gets this like special craft brewery beer that she drinks. And when I'm in trouble, I go over there and get a, a six pack. I was a uh, in the doghouse a couple days ago, but I lived there. And um, 
You know who I saw in Brooklyn? <laughs> Who's in Brooklyn during this summer? Blake Griffin. What is he doing in Brooklyn? I don't know. But he's here. Business. Probably. Business. And remember, his lease ain't out neither. You know what? Never thought about about it that way. True. His lease True. is not up. True. So he, he he might be packing, but for some I have a I have a sneaking suspicion. Okay. That, now, uh, this is so I'm a, I'm a feed into this now. I'm a feed your suspicion. Mm-hmm. So if I'm Blake Griffin, right? Mm-hmm. Why do I come back when you didn't play me and then you played me as a last resort? Why am I, I why am I coming back here? The reason the reason why is even Blake Griffin knows he can't really play no more. Like, I never knew Blake Griffin had no layup package. He can't jump anymore. What used to be, if I'm this close, I'm dunking it, is now I'm this close, and I hope to be able to get it on the glass and lay it up. And he can't even do that. That's why he lays up to the front of the rim, because he doesn't know how to, he doesn't know how to put the ball on the glass. So I think he okay. knows that. And he even made a little joke with Bruce Brown the other day on, on live saying my, my offseason started in March. I think he knows he's trash now. And I think he would take so, that okay. 15th man job. He could get that anywhere. So I, I know, I'm but why change is, if you like everybody and he's cool with everybody? You know, it, you could just hang on and see if it works out. I mean, unless I, I Boston is going to call you or, or, or the Bucks are going to call you. That's well, the only two places I would go if I was him. So now if he comes back to the Nets, first one, we got to assume the Nets want him back. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, Steve Nash might say, hey, we don't got a spot for him. Because not- if you think about it, we're not a young team. We have a whole bunch of vets. So if you looked at it, uh, Patty Mills and Dragon became like the face of the Nets leadership. Mhm. Mhm. Cuz he's so not So you got Patty. Right. So you right. got Patty to do the day-to-day talk and keep everybody engaged and every, you know, and 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 the vibe right. You got that. Right. I just look at it saying if you say that about Blake, then the plan had to so the plan used to be used to say was they're preserving him for the playoffs, right? But I I never I thought that. I just thought he wasn't any good anymore. Like if you play Blake, it's not when you play Blake Griffin that one time after he's rested for a couple of weeks, it's the time that you pay him, you play him on a back-to-back or you play him after a, a playoff game and bring him back again. You can't, Blake Griffin body don't work that way anymore. And that's why when they signed Millsap and him, mm-hmm. I, I said this on Twitter. You playing one the first game of the back to back, and you playing the other one the next game. They're not playing the same game together. And you, the plan should have been, hey, I'm looking to get 40 games from you. Right. Sit. Right. And you know we'll figure it out in the playoffs. Whoever's that, cooking is cooking. That Sit. actually. That's a realistic. No, no, that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, but I also think, like, if I look at what. And this is this is I'm pulling this out my ass like everybody else on Twitter, <laughs> but um so you know because usually usually you 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 know you you know what what it's like arguing with me. I'm gonna give you data points. I'm gonna say A, B, C, and D. Here's these examples, historical examples, because that's the way my brain works. That's that's what I do for a job is analyze where things go wrong based off of data. So 
So that's where my brain is going to go. But at the same time, I'm I'm looking at Nash and he wants to push the ball. And if he's the guy that that I remember in the NBA, he was he pushed the ball as a player. You can't push the ball with the Nets, especially <laughs> one time he was he was waving at 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 um you know kind of like that that NASCAR pit stop type of wave like but but waving you to go on. Yeah, he was no, waving no, at no. Harden to run faster, and Harden just was jogging. <laughs> they don't have they don't have speed guys. The Nets were one of the worst teams in in transition, both for transition defense and for transition offense. And the reason why is they they don't have guys who run and jump, and and that's a problem. That's a part of the problem that Mark's got to fix. You need guys so that, that can run and jump. To- that goes back to my argument that I know people see me tweet thousand and one times. Mm-hmm. You need a guard that attacks downhill. Correct. You don't even have to have a jump shot. You know what's crazy? And somebody tried to kill me for this. Mm. And I looked at them and said, I know you don't know basketball. Ish Smith would have looked great with us. The reason why. Oh, my downhill. God. I never thought of that. I, I never. You put Ish Smith. A net killer, net, by the way. It's a different team. It's a different team. I oh. wanted Isaiah Thomas. I wanted IT. I kept saying that. It's I know, but IT can't run driving, anymore. But I would... He's still fast. The issue he's... with IT is he can get to the paint. Mm. He, he he's to just not a floor and, and, general, and, 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 though. I want someone who could. Yeah. Oh, no, the net definitely need a floor general. But, and in saying that, I'm going to say who I like. I like. The Gonzaga point guard, Andrew, New, New Harden, something like that. He's Canadian, mm. but he's like six four, six five point guard. But he's a floor general, and he's going to yeah. push the pace. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah so, yeah. so it's like so. Mm-hmm. Now going back, if you have an Ishmith that you can get the ball, give it to him, pew, and he's gone. You right. just want the defense to backpedal, That's right? Because that was really that was really what killed them in the playoffs. Is they would get the ball out the basket. Right or get the ball off the rim, and then turn around and walk the ball up the court. And I understood Except why. When Dragic was in. Right when then, Dragic Dra- but Dragic played at a whole different speed from the rest of the team. He he'd be running, he'd get to the rim, and he'd have to circle. He had to dribble the ball back out because dudes were still running down the court. Like, yeah, man, this roster was was, was a bit crazy, but. Yo, let me go back to the list and, and, and see who we're bringing back. Now, okay. All right. So, we so Blake Griffin, I'm going to say he ekes in for one more year, and you're saying he's gone? He's gone. That's a wasted roster spot. You just told me he was shot. He's so shot. Why waste the roster spot? So he's, I'm he's, go by, he's like a you know light-skinned giant that? Theo Pinson that just tells okay, jokes I'm on gonna take, I'm gonna take. I'm going to take, take your theory. I'm mm. collecting data. You told me one, yeah. he was shot. You right. told me two, we need athletes. Mm-hmm. That don't sound like Blake Griffin. So why we it's keep not. him? It's not. I'm. I'm sorry. I. I told you. It's not because of what he does. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because he's gonna keep the gang together. Okay. He's no, he's he. Together. He back there doing stand up. You know what I'm saying? He lining up. He lining chicks up for the for the um. For the um, road trips, you know what I'm saying? Like he, like, oh, 
Nah, we need to be focused on really winning the chip this year. We, don't need <laughs> we need to really focus. Give me the next. Give me the next guy. I think Dragic is out too. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think Goran Dragic is is coming back. Um, but he would be the next guy. So we're gonna say we're gonna agree on Goran Dragic. I'd like him back. I'd like a couple of guards back. I don't, if, if we're gonna bring back a a guy with um fourteen years on on his back, then um you know. I don't see why not bring that guy back. Um, Patty Mills. He's Did back. I... I told you he's back just for the simple fact that if, um, you got Ben. He's going yeah. to stick this to play with Ben, and I don't think his season ended. Oh, somebody's coming home. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the season ended the way he would have liked that would have had people – going crazy about his product on the court. Yeah. No, Patty's coming back. Pat Patty's back. All right, now it starts to get interesting. Are we going to sign Well, let let's let's start with Bruce Brown. Are we signing Bruce Brown and bringing him back? So, this is tricky. I believe Very. Bruce Brown might actually get us something. I think Bruce Brown is signing trade. I don't think Bruce Brown is a player that's going to be here. I think Bruce Brown is more of an asset acquisition mm-hmm. um, because a lot of teams are tapped out. Right. Like It's only like four teams with cap space. Yep. So let's stop acting like everybody has all this cap space. I don't think he's taking the discount because the reality check was last year when right. he had to come back and take the qualifying offer. So mm-hmm. I think this year... He's going to get 15 plus. I heard some people say 19, and that may be true. I don't think the Nets can pay him $19 million to do what he do. And next year, he's like the eighth, ninth man mm-hmm. once this team is constructed. So in that aspect, you do a sign and trade. So we might, so for him, it might be a team where, you know, the deal is already worked through and mm-hmm. you might get a draft pick or two and maybe some young stash or something else that you can, um, you know, maneuver. But right. I believe he, he'll be going on a signing trade or he may just want a bigger role. Right. Right. Yeah. No, nah, I got to agree with that one too. Um, let's get to some of these younger guys and then we're going to go for the big, the, the big star one. Um, okay. David Duke Jr. Oh, I love him. You I do? He's yeah. He's, how? He's, 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 he's but that's he's so Brown's replacement. So okay. But how can we sit here and 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 be mad about not having large wings and size, right? But we have basically an undersized small forward. He's not a he's not a guard. He's not a point guard. He's definitely not a shooting guard. He he's really more he's like Bruce Brown. He's he really is the Bruce Brown replacement. It's just do we want guys like that? So I love him, right? You know I said that I love him. I think in shoes, he's like six five and a half mm-hmm. and sneakers. So you're a two. Maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of a three. I mean he's almost basically the same height as Joe Harris. He's always played and four, and he's played the four and the five for us. I even with with, well, with Durant on the ground. I mean, on the floor. 
So it's positionalist basketball. I just right. say he's grabbing a wing spot. And we're, and we're talking about somebody that's like 1.3 million. So I love him. We should see what happens. But in college, he shot 40%, I think, from the three. Yeah, he didn't do that this year. No, he, he shot 40% this year. Oh, I, in three? I, 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 I don't think. I don't, is it from the playoff? I mean, in the playoffs? It's something like that. He, he had no, 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 no. Not Bruce Brown. Not Bruce Brown. Oh. Bruce Brown shot 40. I'm oh, talking okay. about David, David Duke Jr. Okay. He shot decent at Providence. So if you say, okay, you're 6'5", you know, you're playing the wing, you can get away with that because he's super athletic. Right. Right. He, he's way I, more explosive than, but than for, Bruce Brown. But for, you know what, you're right. Like, Bruce Brown is athletic, but he's athletic. He doesn't ex- express his athletic athleticism like he's going to come down explosive. a court and dunk on you. Yeah. DDJR. No, you see... David Duke Jr. will 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 um will dunk, dunk on your head. Will, yeah. Yeah, and ask for an alley. Yeah. Right. Right. He'll he could catch an alley. Different. He could catch a he he needs to become more athletic. But the the challenge with David Duke Jr. is he's twenty two. Kessler Edwards okay. graduated college and he's twenty one. He Okay, so his upside remember, is David Duke. But we're talking about a million dollars. We're not talking about the four point five mm. that you just gave Bruce Brown this year. We're talking about a controllable asset that you can have for at least three years. Correct. Correct. So that that if it don't work out, guess what? You're gone. Nobody's worried about that. All right, I'm convinced. If we can't get past that, what are we getting for Bruce Brown then? That I don't know. That's 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 that's, that's right. So Mars got to make that miracle happen. I agree with you. And and what you what we fell in to realize is you could do that trade last, but Mm -hmm. don't think it'll be something smaller than the nineteen million going out or whatever he gets. It'll be something they probably can absorb in a in a TP. You know, you know who would love him. Something. You know who would love him. And 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 he would become a net killer if he ever joined this team. If we could do something with Toronto for him, I'm, not, I'm tired of dealing with people in our in our division. Yeah, we send him. Deal send with, him to the West, right? Yeah, we already got to deal. You know, we got to deal with Philly, mm-hmm. and we got to deal with Boston. And sometimes the way we play, the Knicks give us issues. <laughs> like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Not real issues, though. We, we're like 8-0 against them last two years. Did you realize it took a Cam Thomas heroic game for us to beat them? Yeah. No, no, you're right. But, you know, we was asleep at the wheel, and we still won. I take it. Yeah. Yeah, I think a win is a win. But I'm just saying, realistically, they get up for us. That's their, oh, that, they, that's their they, championship. They, they get they up definitely for us. So that's always, been a, that's always a tough game. So Absolutely. I just want to be able to say jump ball and I feel comfortable right like, I don't want to worry I, I need a little bit of peace as a Nets fan I need a little bit of peace Drummond is gone right Ooh. Ah, now see with Drummond <sighs> I think Drummond issue is it'll be do he get what he think he's going to get on the open market mm-hmm. 
And if he doesn't, does he say, yo, let me come back? I liked it here because he know he has a role. He'll come here and start. The the only reason why why he's even allowed to, or he even thinks that he's going to leave, he thinks he's going to leave. But he thinks he's going to leave because we're not going to be able to afford to pay him what he's going to get on the open market. And he's not getting that. I think he's going to be really disappointed when he finds out that teams aren't trying to give him more than the MLE. Like, he, he's going to be really disappointed. Now see, now, see, that may be more than what we want to give him, too, though. <laughs> That's true, too. He's not getting so, on I mean, MLE. To me, no. to me, he's to me now. He's that vet minimum. You may get five million of Javel, the Javel McGee, but see, the cliche with Javel McGee is he's a champion. That's true too. He impacts winning. No matter how little he puts up, he impacts winning. He's so just it's funny it's, looking it's to me. Different. <laughs> yeah, just... but hey, his game is loud. <laughs> no, his, his, his game, he does what you want a modern center to do. You don't want a center doing all kinds of, you want him to, to protect the rim, run down the court, grab lobs, dunk them, take high percentage shots, and keep it moving. You you don't want your center doing all this crazy shit. Um, so, you speak, know, speaking I, it's, of, it's, it's up. It's money. It's going to be money with drumming. It's money. True, true. S- speaking and he was of. Overweight. You know, I said that he was overweight. That was an he, overweight, out of shape drumming. I he, think drumming. But he's been I, he's he's he, been overweight the last three years, though. He he's and, so and young. The last three. He's a baby. He's Twenty-eight years old. The last three years, you got to think about it. He got bought out mm-hmm. from Detroit, Correct. so he went to L.A. for free. Mm-hmm. He went. Then he came to. Then he went to Philly for free. This Correct. is the first year now that he won't be getting money from Detroit. So he's trying to, you know, compensate for some of that money. Mm-hmm. So I believe even in the workouts, he looks slimmer. He looks like he's back down to his normal two sixty. Yeah, that dude, that dude needs to slim down a lot. Because he, he was heavy. You saw the gut poking nah, out. He you got saw a the gut. He got a forty year old body. He built like me. He don't. <laughs> not supposed to be built yeah, like me. That's not. But but that's not how he always was. No, no. I'm just talking about as of recent. And, yeah, and I thought he was going to be in I shape. I thought he was going to be in shape because he was a free agent. It always scares me when a player doesn't get in shape to be a free agent. And with that, I'm moving on to the next person, Nick Claxton. We bring that boy back? Yeah, you'd be a fool not to. Got to, right? Even if you decide to trade, even if you decide to trade him later. He's, he's giving a lot of signs show. like he's not coming back, though. He's he, not he working in the Nets gym. He don't got no Nets gear on. Yes, yes, he was in the Nets gym. He oh, he was. In there with the young boys. Oh, I thought I thought I saw him um, was, in a South Carolina gym. Isn't that where he's from? He he's from down was, there. Yeah, he's from the Virgin Islands, but he, you know, they really? went to Georgia. Yeah, hmm. from the Virgin Islands. What high school he went to? Georgia. No high school. Oh, high school, I don't know. Don't get me the line. I don't know high school. <laughs> nah, man, he kind of came out of nowhere for me. But, but he's a, but he's a good player, that, though. Think about it. We don't have another asset like that. You have another Bruce Brown. You Correct. don't have another class. So Correct. you're talking about 
22, 23-year-old, 6'11", athletic big who can switch. Yeah. You, you, he's still, and he technically, he only played one NBA season. Can you pair him with, with Ben? That's the yeah. thing I'm always hearing. You can't play him and Ben yeah. at the same time. So people say that because we keep talking about this word called spacing. Right. And, right, I'm going to say this. Golden State can play Looney and Draymond at the same time, right? Correct. Correct. And they used to play Harrison Barnes. You know. Well, um, Harrison Barnes. So, no, but, he oh. could shoot, but he's not a knockdown, space the floor, three-point shooter. He's a 36, 37, 38%. You know, which is not bad, but... That that's still you gotta respect my shot. Right. All I'm saying is this: if they can go, this they can get to the finals with Looney starting, right? And Draymond, and Ben is better than Draymond B- by a lot. So, so I think this is where you get creative, and hopefully mm-hmm. we get Igor to come on and be the assistant, like they make it official, because right. I think with and. I think with Ben, you can you can hide him as the roller who throws mm-hmm. the log to Claxon and the, from the dunker spot. That was an underrated um, offseason move that I don't think Nets fans appreciate enough. Like I don't know if it happened officially yet. I don't think it's officially happened yet. I, but I, I also would say look but, at look at Dallas offense. Right. It's not. Don't look at Dallas offense and go. That's what you're getting. You right. got to go back and look at some of those Phoenix offense. You mm-hmm. got to go back because I think a lot of Dallas offense is be- is because Luca is James Harden, and and in Houston the ball's going to be in his hands, right. and y'all going to watch me work, right? Because he doesn't have all he respects yet to get but, the ball up. But Igor was handing him the was handing kid the clip clipboard with the with the plays on it. Igor was a guy I was looking at. But he didn't do well with the Suns. They didn't give him the op- the the opportunity. But he's always been a play caller that I appreciate. And, you know, it's a relationship business. He actually has coached Nash before. And yep. the, the, the thing that I like is going on this offseason is, is we're going back to a hierarchy, right? Before, we didn't know who was running this. It's... it's Kevin, it's you know, it's like Kyrie said in the last in the last press conference. You know, me, Kevin, and um, Joe Sai and Sean Mark gonna come together and figure this thing out, <laughs> which is hilarious. But um, now, now we get to hang Steve Nash because Steve Nash didn't pick any of his coaches coming into this. All of it was done by Sean Mark and crew, and some of the some of them have been here since. Atkinson was here. This is the first time he is responsible for all of the dudes, what he does have and doesn't have on that bench. And if he doesn't have, and if he doesn't line up the right players, you know, this is a firing league. That'll be the end of Steve Nash as a coach. And the Mavericks will hire him like two years from now, some stupid shit like that. Well, I mean, I don't, as a head coach, I don't think he gets another job. Um, as a nah, kid got another job. Kid, kid failed with, with Giannis. I don't think kid failed. I think what happened was, kid developed him, almost like the Kenny Atkinson. And I don't mean to get off the topic, but 
you know, it's one of those where you can go but so far. And then he had to learn some other things. Remember, he walked in right from co- right from playing right. to coaching. Right. right. He could have been some assistant for like five years. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now that's why now he has a better understanding. If you notice, he's preaching defense. He just spent all that time with Frank Vogel. Right. Right. He's a defensive coach too, which is amazing. Yeah. So so it's funny that he's preaching defense. He's not talking about offense. He's talking about defense. Mm-hmm. Because offense was ego. Right. I'm going to teach defense because that's what I learned. At a championship level, we won because of these principles. Correct. So Correct. I also think that's the major key that we're not talking about with the Nets. We're well, getting we're getting these offensive minds. Mm-hmm. We need a defensive mind. You're either going to give – to me, Jack Vaughn needs to go. I don't know what he's doing. But whatever <laughs> it is, it ain't right. Yeah, I, Jacques Vaughn just has that – flavor of just you know like he, he goes all the way Spurs. back to Atkinson you know what I'm saying but I, it's the Spurs it's the Spurs connection he was yeah. on that bench uh, yeah of, of and, course that's look listen Sean Mark said it himself I'm working with two of my closest friends in basketball Steve Nash is his homeboy so yeah. is and so is Jacques Vaughn and Jacques yep. Vaughn, like, he was he was pretty much disrespected. But they did right by him because they said, you should be a head coach. We're going to pay you as an assistant like a head coach, which, which I thought was cool because they did jump over him. Now, um, you know, the job he did at Orlando wasn't great. He's having well, a hard time. Ownership. ownership wasn't great then. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, if Steve Nash gets fired in December, right, no one's going to remember that the roster was really bad and, you know, the structure was crazy. But this year, it don't matter. Kyrie could go missing. Kevin Durant could get injured. If the Nets are bad, he's getting fired because that's the way the NBA works. No one's really analytically, like, looking at it. The reason why Nash is not on the hot seat is because behind the scenes, and you could tell me if I'm right about this or not, because you've been in many locker rooms, both both college and pro. Um, once something goes bad in the locker room, right, and you and the whole organization knows it, the people outside the organization don't know all of the chaos that's in the locker room. The organization knows. We as Nets fans, we only know the big stories, COVID and this thing and that thing, right? In in that team, they know what's wrong with them, and it, it feels like it feels like they're not even they're not even you know conf- you know usually like I, I feel like the Lakers are confused, right? They fired Vogel, they they hired this coach, and the only coach um, assistant that they've brought back is Phil Handy, and Phil Handy's not a X and O's coach, so you got a brand new Darwin Ham who they're setting up to fail. Listen here, Ease, you better watch your mouth. Didn't Handy tell you you don't know what you're talking about? <laughs> you better watch your mouth. That, when I saw, when he tweeted back at me, I was like, oh, you never getting a job, my G. No. <laughs> and and so we're... You call, you, 
Huh, go ahead. You calling him Eric B enemy? You calling him Eric B enemy? No, 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 no. Eric B enemy is the offensive coordinator. You, you understand? <laughs> Eric B enemy calls plays. Eric Eric B enemy coaches an offense. He should have been a head coach many times. Like it's I the, hear it's, Phil, it's, it's the off the field stuff. Son, I hear up. I hear Phil Handy's voice in the morning. Sometimes I like my my office and um um is right next door to my son's bedroom in our brownstone. And sometimes I'll be sitting at my desk and I'll hear from my son's room Phil Handy talking because <laughs> he loves that 94 feet app. And we paid a subscription and everything. And and oh, y'all might be off of that after this. Oh, <laughs> don't you mess little man up don't you mess nah. <laughs> no but i'm saying if you watch the if you if you know the app i didn't say like you know you know how my get down i'm not gonna i'm the brooklyn is not gonna come out of me until other people take me there like you're not gonna tell me the you know the the word that you and i the phrase that you and i know are going to jail if somebody tells us if, to, to do it you you sit there going bleep my dick to me then I'm I'm gonna lose it and I'm gonna say something to you but I didn't say nothing outlandish about Phil Handy I said you ever he's a development like it's silly that these that these Kyrie stands want him as a head coach what does he coach what like y'all complaining about X and O's and y'all complaining about a dude who's never been a head coach this dude this dude he's never been a head coach and he's the development coach he runs the drills he sets up the plan for getting dudes better. He doesn't, he doesn't coach the team, <laughs> like, and and everything I said about him was was accurate. I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't call him out his name. I didn't say he was trash. I said, listen, it's gonna be hard to get him out of L.A. because he has a very lucrative app that I give money to, and a lot of kids on my son's team give money to it. So what what you want from me, like? <laughs> I thought that was hella funny that that he uh responded the way he did. But uh I I'll, I'll leave that one there. Let's let's do the last one. You ready? Yep. All right. Last one is Kyrie Irving. Is he coming back? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it, right? Like like okay. Can we say Oh, you know, he's this, he's that. The talent alone, you got to bring back. Can't replace it. So when you can't replace it, you got to keep it. Yep. And who knows what the contract is going to look like. I think there's going to be some clauses in there. They could only put 15%. He don't care about money. So he probably don't even fight about Oh, you're gonna keep fifteen percent and I gotta play X amount of games. You don't care about that. No, I, I think we find out if he cares about money. He he signed two agents. I mean he just signed another agent. Um He signed his mother his mother in law. He didn't sign with Donda. No, he he said he's going to get advice and consultation from Donda, I believe is what was the was the statement that there she so and that's the other part of it. Like if I'm him I'm getting a real agent. I, and then after this contract is signed, 
I'm then going to my my stepmother and letting my family handle it. I think he hired her be, huh? She gets more money, so the reason why she's doing this one, mm. she's she a lawyer. She's she's competent. Let's not let's not, I don't want to smear the woman. I, I've never I don't know what her her history is, but she is an attorney. She seems she seems very um um professional and, and on her job. Like, is, has she been an agent? No, but she's been around the sport. His father's been no, around I'm, the sport. He sh- I, should I wasn't be fine. Talking about like her needing him for money. What I'm saying is. If the other agent negotiates this contract, mm-hmm. and then he signs, he signs the contract, then he signs with her. She doesn't get any compensation from mm. this contract that is being signed because he was with a different agent. So by him keeping her on, he can get a whole bunch of other lawyers to look at this. Right. That do that all the time. The same, the same way James Harden did with his friend. Right. But I don't think it's a. But even that, like, James Harden missed the deadline to opt in, fucked himself out of a little bit of money for not doing it. Like, no, he, I, didn't. I, that's, he didn't mess up nothing. No, no, no. He can still he get it. He can still get it. But because of the playoff performance, you know what I'm saying? His negotiating rights is not the same like it was during the season. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, he could opt in anytime. I, I totally get that, but. But here, but here's the here's the gun he holds them under, mm-hmm. and not to get off topic. Um, no, this is the topic. <laughs> this is no because because we went from no, Kyrie to, to but I I think they're they're the two in this off season. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're the two. Yeah, so with Harden, right. his, his thing with Harden that I think he has them over the barrel is with you already gave up Ben, correct? Right, and the pick you gave up your pick. You gave up Ben in the picks, and you gave up Drummond, and you gave up Seth. You Correct. gave up real assets you were using to mm-hmm. be one of the top teams in the East. Correct. So if you don't pay Harden, yep. Excuse me. If you don't pay him a decent amount, because I don't think he's getting the max. And he's if getting he the max. Wants the max. No, he's not getting. A, he's not getting a five-year max. He's not getting that. Hmm. This is gonna be interesting. If I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I get you a nice a nice whiskey, but I doubt he's taking the whole max. He's hey. not two two hey. seventy something. No. What, what, what kind of what kind of brown liquor you drink? Ah, uh, we'll talk off here. We'll talk okay. off here. Yeah, yeah, ain't nobody, we... nobody, nobody, nobody. Look, nobody's giving us no money to promote their brand. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, um, I really think that two things could be can happen. He trusts Maury, right? So let's just say. If he takes a pay cut, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going to opt into the 47. I'm going to take my 47 now, and we'll work on a a deal later on. He's going to sign that deal before the season starts because he can't afford to have two bad seasons. Right. And they can't – I think he gets 150. I think 150? he gets anywhere from 150 to 180. I don't think he gets 200 million. I think he gets every single dollar of the Supermax. And I think he gets, no way. I, I, so, I I think I think Daryl Morey has an inordinate amount of love for this player, and he, that's fine. It's not his money. I I understand that, but he sold these dudes on on this, and I think he could go back oh. to Houston if they don't pay him. 
I think Houston could nah. be like, we got all these picks, all this stuff, and we could bring him he, back. You know Houston's what I'm saying? They're, they're happy with their future okay. and not having to be tied to big money. They don't even play John Wall because that money is ridiculous. Right. Right. So I, I look at it and say, Harden now for the first time is going to have to compromise. He's made, you know, I'm never watching somebody pocket to say, yo, he's made enough, but we all from the hood. You made enough money. <laughs> yeah, he's made enough. You know, I don't want to count the man money, but I, yeah. so I'm, I'll make a little friendly bet with you. I say Harden gets every bit of the Supermax and then going back to Kyrie, I'm going to say Kyrie opts in uh, at the deadline. Because he could have opted in any time as well or said he was opting in. No, no, I think he had to wait. I think he had to wait until the 29th. And that's fine. He's coming back, and I think Kyrie gets a four-year deal. Like, he's either going to get the four-year or he's going to do the opt Well, it's the same deal, the opt-in with three years tax. He's going to be tied with KD. They're not giving him nothing less or nothing more than what KD You don't. You don't find it surprising that KD's not clapping back on any of these Kyrie kind of like, you know, you don't sign him again. or the, Like, when when I heard KD... I think and, KD put his back out there already. KD did that during the, um during COVID. He but, vouched for him. Said no, no. And being naive. L- listen, I think KD's stance on Kyrie has felt very different. And then when they when they ran that 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 rumor that KD and Sean Marks haven't talked since the um since the playoff ended, one that's a lie <laughs> because Kevin Durant got all the new workout gear and, and he's in it all the time, and the the very same ones that everybody back in Brooklyn is wearing. And then on top of that, um, I think what Kevin Durant is doing is like because he's saying it too much. He's saying it too often and he's saying it too much. That I don't make the decisions. It's the general manager and the head coach. I feel like he's letting everybody know. And and again, let's just for everyone listening, I'm not doing math now. I'm just I'm I'm just uh I'm pulling this out of my ass like everybody else on Twitter. But I really have the feeling um that these are signs that the Nets are gonna play real hardball with Kyrie. And they're doing it with KD's blessing. I don't think Kevin Durant comes out. I mean, I don't think Sean Marks comes out of his mouth and says, and says, well, Kyrie got decisions to make. He got to decide whether he's going to opt in or not. Last summer, not even last summer, August. Right? He said he was signing, he was signing him back. Like it was like a, like, yeah, we we got KD done. We're going to get all three of them done. I think what they went through this summer has changed their feelings, and it's not a negotiating ploy. They're like, yo, because you can't create a contract that saves you from destruction. You could only incentivize 15% of the contract. That's not enough. Like, if you could be stuck with Kyrie, if you pay him the full max of $61 million in the last year, you're only They're talking... Not <laughs> Yo, sixty-one million, Kyrie Irving. Giving, first of all, they're not giving him a five-year deal. They don't. So think about it. If KD's here for four years, right? 
And I didn't, and you know, the the theory is they didn't want Kyrie from the beginning, right? Why no, they, they wanted I, him. They loved Kyrie when he first got here. They took him because that got you KD, and that's smart. Then you do that, you do that tenfold. But I don't now, think they were gonna. They they were expecting this. Like, take COVID no, out. No, take take COVID out of it. No, I, see, I like having this conversation with you, Kool Aid, because you've been in locker rooms. You know these. Some of these personalities, they're not exactly the same, but every team or a lot of times basketball teams will have one guy out of it, right? Like, if like you t- if being realistic and you take COVID out of it, mm-hmm. then um, your only real issue with Kyrie is he took his own two week sabbatical on his nah, own time. Nah, that's that, not that one. It wasn't his own time. He it was during the season. We were playing games. No, but and meaning and, that he took it. He took it on his own own will, like yo, I'm just, and for whatever reason. But so that's not the only like, thing he did, though. No, like, no, hold on, he, I, that's what. But you didn't let me finish it. How I'm okay. worded. Go ahead. He took his his own, you know, two week sabbatical. Did what mm-hmm. he needed to do for him. Doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. He did what he needed to do for him. There's times that LeBron took two weeks off from Cleveland and went back to Miami and chilled. Yeah, he went back and to Miami. You know uh, pulling this, they pulling this out my ass, back. but he went out there and got that, got that doctor Miami. <laughs> hey, whatever happened with his hairline, that's what happened. You know? <laughs> he came back with a saying, full frontal. <laughs> you know, but like LeBron, you know, yo. then we understand January six happened, and you know, he he took some time for that. But no, 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 it had nothing to do with January six. It. He took time off to throw his sister a roller skating party. Yeah, but that was part of his two weeks sabbatical. <laughs> that, 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 that's why I said, you okay. know, whatever. But what about, all right, so what about the bubble? What, what about the bubble? He voted for the bubble, right? No, he voted against it. He no, 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 no. Nope, 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 nope. All of the, if you remember, the NBA teams voted unanimously. Unanimously, not the teams, the Players Association voted unanimously to have it. And then as the story goes, and it's a couple of NBA players that told the story, two days later, Kyrie was like, nah, what? Nah, we're not doing this. This ain't safe. Right? We're saying the same thing. We're we're saying the same thing. Okay. And they had to go into a playoff series. And not and it's not just you gotta understand, it's not just that they lost and they didn't have uh an excellent player to add on to their team that could have helped them do better or or whatever, or could have given the younger players more experience, what what whatever it is, right? But that these things are not the only things. These are the things that we know about. And when I see Sean Marks talking about him now, it's not like he's talked about him the last few summers. He's talking about him in a completely different way. You got to see that. So we're we're, we're human, right? And Mm -hmm. and this is one of my expertise, what I get paid the big bucks for, right? Right. You got degrees in this stuff. (laughs) Of the the human mind and behavior. Mm -hmm. So what what, what I'll say is this. Yeah, that's his friend. They never played together, right? Mm-hmm. But let me answer. Hold on, let me before I get to that. Let me make sure I answer this question for the people. 
Um, the bubble was more so, yo, KD, you not playing? All right, I'm not going to play neither. I just had the shoulder surgery. That's exactly. Yo, and he can I tell you something? A... Can I come over for dinner tonight? I just jump on the 90, on, on the 495 and come out there, yo. <laughs> yo, do you understand how long I've been saying that? The only reason why he didn't play was because KD didn't play. It had nothing to do with all the other stuff he was talking about. And, 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 it, and it would have been kind of foolish to try to get them to play. The not, reason why it had not been KD. so KD, long right. KD should have played that to try to work them up to speed for that. Nah, nah. nah I, I disagree it, with it, you. He, he practiced with the team. Matter of fact, I think that's the season he played the most games. No, wait. No, it was, he played 20. Last year. That's was right. Last year was right. That's right. That's right. But so he, he played 20, 20 games played with the 20, team. And then he was done. He, he had a month so and a half long. He, hold, hold on. Hold on, Kool-Aid. I want you to respond to that. This. Um, he had a he had a two month injury, a, an injury that was supposed to be six weeks, month and a half. He ends up having six months off. Right. The bubble gave them a six months of doing nothing. Now six months oh, come for him, for him, yeah, for, for him, for him, for him. Yeah. right? So now he's off six, six, six months and change. Even if it was just to sell tickets for the team, even if it was and just to tickets in the bubble, huh? or ratings for the team, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's all, it's we all. A... Watch anyway. We was on lockdown too. We was gonna watch anyway. That, that's true, but I'm, I'm just trying to like. If I'm going to try to figure so out you, what they're going to do, I'm I try to put myself so, in Joe Sy's place. No, and, so so this is so this is so this is what you really say and 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 so I'm going to say it to you. Kyrie injecting himself into that lineup. Do they win in the bubble? No. I think they could have been like think about the team that went um Miami. Miami and right? Lakers. I thought that was I don't I don't count that as a real championship. I, I really don't. Listen, I really don't. I think I think we could have. I'm not saying we could have gone to the finals, but I think we could have been more respectable than another first round exit. You, you understand okay, what I'm so saying? We went to the second round and lost to Boston. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, but these things are important though, and especially if well, you're on the inside of the team. And you know no, and, everything. And but then here's devil advocacy to that. Mm -hmm. So that's that would have been important for the development of those young guys, right? Right. The same young guys that we all got rid of for James Harden. So you, it's a wash. Yeah, I guess. I guess. It's a wash. Don't, don't Listen, don't die on this hill. Not no, this. no. I, I'm not the type of person. I'm not the type of person. If someone says something to me that makes sense. I'm not gonna sit here and argue with you because I want to argue. <laughs> I'm gonna that I right away as soon as it hit my brain, as soon as what you just said hit my brain, I I had to relent and go, yeah, you're right, right. I'm just I'm not talking <laughs> about this one, this one particular thing, right? No, I no 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 I know when I was saying it, I was just saying the Kyrie Hill. Don't even die on it. You know what? No. It's the narrative for Kyrie is going to change every week, every month. Correct. Because of him. And that's and that's perfectly fine. 
Correct. And he's going to get on the court. He's going to look amazing. He's going to kill somebody with some move. You know what I'm saying? Then you fall in love with him all over again. Because he's quirky, you know, and he's a little weird. And that's fine. He's in. Perfectly fine. You just have to be able to understand what you're getting from him and accept that for it is what it is and move on. The thing with, with next fans is we can't critique him because now it's personal. Right. You know, what people fail to realize is when you're a fan, you know, yeah, we understand things happen in people's lives, but as a fan, you just want to see your team succeed. Right. And he's a major part of our team succeed. You can't win without him. Yeah. Right? You can't win without I, him because I, the... The, I'm not going to say that. I'm not no, going to say that. But you, 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 have to, you have to admit that. No. We are a top-heavy no. team, right? The no, whole reason why we have the players, the reason why we don't have good players at the at the bottom of our bench, the reason why we don't have Jared Allen is because we are a top-heavy team. No, We're supposed to show you, up you with the, You're right about that part with being a top-heavy team, right? Mm-hmm. We were a top-heavy team when we just had him and KD. Yep. With, with with Joe Harris making eighteen million, he yeah, but we player. also had He's all those kind of like middling. We had the we had the yeah. Spencer Dinwiddies. We had the we had the Karis yeah. the first. They're not they're not world beaters, but you know, and, and Jared yeah. Allen. Jared yeah. Allen just made an All Star game, but we got rid of all of that and so picks. Don't forget, if don't forget that. It, if you build it right, mm-hmm. right, and you construct what you need. You, what you're saying is then I have a championship team mm-hmm. that even if one of my players get hurt, we should still be able to sustain because we still have two other stars. Correct. Correct. Hold on. Hold on. Correct. Yes. See, wives don't care about podcasts. Not even a little bit. Not my wife. My wife been going up and down the stairs. Listen, She's coming down here looking. That, that, like, was, how, you no, talking to people? Son. How dare you have friends other than me? <laughs> no, my, my said, no, my son said, Dad, you're cooking? I said, I cooked already. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, so I think <coughs> as we are interrupted mm-hmm. at this point, you cannot win without him. But going forward, I want to say that I believe this roster will be constructed in the right manner. I'm going in with some faith. But either way, you would want to win with him a kid from Jersey to mm-hmm. come home, bring his friend, and then you get his Aussie brother, because remember he's he's still Australian, Australian as well. Right. And he gets his Australian brother a ring and rebuilds Ben's character here and and value. Because I think that is the piece that nobody talks about. You don't win without Ben Simmons. He could be he could be he's not such a legend. Like, and the reason why he could own this town for 20 years. The ball. Huh? He doesn't need the ball. Nope. So he's 25. We can have him as a net for a little No, no, no. I'm talking about years. Kyrie. I'm not talking about Ben yet. I'm talking about Kyrie. Okay. okay Kyrie. Left, but to, to I'm, I'm just talking about in the city. In in New York City. Do you understand what Kyrie is? Yeah. Kyrie for New York City, a, a, a city that's dominated with Knicks fans. They are basically like they call Kyrie a dodged bullet. That's not the legacy you want for yourself. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Kyrie wants to be other things than than a basketball legend. And that's why these things don't really bother him. And But these things, but I'm telling you, I feel a different energy between him and KD right now. Because you know who who's bothered by shit like this? By being eliminated in the um, first round and is on oh, Twitter KD, every day? KD's, KD's pissed. KD is mad, yo. KD is mad. Like, people... This is why I find the Twitter conversation so ridiculous. It's it's as if, like, when I talk about Kyrie, it's like, I want to do, I want physical harm done to him and people come out and protecting him. The, the thing that, the thing that Kyrie doesn't need protection from people who just want better for him, who just want him, because there'll be a time that he's out the league and nobody wants him playing anymore, and his legacy is just his legacy, and he's going to be one of those players trying to get back in the league to make things right. Once you're gone, you're gone. Once you, you, and it don't even matter how talented you are. Once you're gone, that's it. Try to sell her Kai staffs then. When I'm saying something about Kyrie, I want the brother to succeed. For my own selfish reasons, of course, because I want to see... Uh, uh, you know, you're a Brooklynite. I'm a Brooklynite. We want to see that trophy go down Flatbush Avenue. We want to see that that trophy end up in the Canyon and Heroes, and 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 we want to see KD elevated. People are talking about KD like Steph Curry is better than him. This 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 Nets period is not making Kevin Durant happy, and he don't sound mad at Sean Marks. He does. He hasn't addressed Kyrie this off season. I think those are signals. I again speaking completely out my ass. Break. Huh? I think I think I think um there's some validity to what you're saying. I also mm. think this. When you go through a sweep and you had these expectations and mm-hmm. I mean, they know what they're working with in that locker room as far as yo, I could go to war with these guys and you got a you 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 got a banged up a banged up Seth. Mm-hmm. You 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 got a damaged a damaged Ben, mm-hmm. so you really got drumming in some picks for this year. So you got you know I like I like to use this reference. Talk about Thanksgiving, KD is the turkey or the ham, whichever people eat. You know mm-hmm. that's on you. Uh, Kyrie was the macaroni and cheese. You know black folks macaroni and cheese just as important as the meat. That's right. Pause. Let me let's say that. Pause. <laughs> Pause, please. Yeah. <laughs> We're not that kind of podcast. <laughs> yeah, then, then you got Seth Curry. Seth Curry and them was the nice sides. You mm-hmm. know, your, 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 your collard greens, your string, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about the trade, you got rid of an entree and you got back some red lobster biscuits and drum. <laughs> Did you just cough? Did you just call Andre Drums drumming some red lobster biscuits? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he done got he, he some biscuits. That you know, people not even trying to eat no biscuits in Thanksgiving. Some dry ass biscuits that don't you know go what I mean? with anything. You do not put grandma's gravy on those biscuits. I'm sorry. You put it on the stuff. You don't put it on that. He ain't even like the candy yams. He was, he was the biscuits. Drummond's name is Biscuits so, Forever. <laughs> so when you look at it, it's like you didn't 
that trade, like most people said it, that trade wasn't for this year. We knew he was taking a step back this year. Right, right. It was the, let's see what we could get, what we could do. My only issue was when you did that trade, you didn't have another trade to balance the roster somewhat. Because right. I think if you balance the roster with another guard and maybe a wing, or you could have kept Brimbry. You didn't have to get they, rid of him. That would have been the thing. They should have got Thibel. They should have got Thibel yeah. in that trade. I mean, I would have asked for, yeah, you could have gave me that when you're telling me I'm getting two injured players. Yeah, mm-hmm. give me something extra. Right. You if know, I know, if I know, if I know Ben's back is, they probably were saying Ben's back ain't real or whatever, you know, because, you know, they're beefing. But, but guess what? The same way how he would have did his physical, oh, your back is a little bit, oh, Maury, mm-hmm. you're still about to go through unless you give me Thibel. Or you could have gave us Shake Milton. Anything. Shake Milton. Anything. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just, don't, don't. Please, next to it, don't, don't. don't <laughs> I, 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 as Eve said, I pulled that one out my ass. I'm just, I'm just saying, <laughs> something else more than what we got. Right. No, I, I definitely feel like, I definitely feel like he, he didn't get what he needed to get to make that situation right. You know what I'm saying? He, I mean, if you think about it, if we're playing hardball, Harden doesn't Harden quit. Mm-hmm. You, we, we, we can only say, oh, well, if you don't do the trade and then you bring him back, he's not had that locker room. You see how Kevin Durant took that, right? Right, right. But so he, couldn't so he couldn't come back. But tell so me this. You got. You got nah, I, I was. Now, I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry because we're about to go way over time. This is the longest podcast I've ever done. <laughs> let's let's break it. So you break it up. Nah, what I want to do is what I want to do is Ben. Let's end it out on Ben. What are your expectations for Ben? Who my expectations for Ben? statistically, um, because he's never played with two forces of nature like this, so his normal career is probably 15. I think Ben I think Ben gets you anywhere from 15 to 20 points, 10 boards, and 8 assists. He'll, he'll basically give you damn near the same numbers Harden gave you, but because you got Seth Curry that came over as an extra piece, you'll, you'll take Harden but I think Ben Ben gives us a calm for our stars and the role players, meaning he's the downhill guard and he also can be the roller in a pick and roll to make those to make those Bruce Brown decisions, but better. And for everybody who says, yo, his game is this or that, the man is 6'10, 6'11, 25 years old. You do not forget how to make a layup. Or dunk. I don't care if he. Sh- so, one thing else before we get off. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons was here to watch Claxon go one for eleven in free throws, right? Correct. And nobody, and nobody killed Claxon. Nope. So he knows he's safe. I right. think if you get Ben Simmons to realize, yo, we don't want you to be nobody, but you, and you don't have to be the second or third option. Listen. Just go play. Listen, Ben Simmons is not Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is going to come back. I I think Kyrie's is signing an opt in. He's going to opt in, and they're going to. I don't. I just can't see them giving him the contract. We we we've already addressed that. But regardless, 
I think Ben Simmons is the most pivotal um he's the pickup. future. So he, he's he's not he's he's the he's the now and the future. He's what unlocks yep. them and lets him take a the development into being that guy, like seeing the bullets fly, how to carry yourself, all, all those things. From there, he he becomes him he could become himself. Unlike in Philly where because they had the process, they expected him to be the number two right away and 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 win championships because they suffered for a decade losing to 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 get Ben and um and Embiid. So there's no way to uh there's no way to uh you know even explain to people like how much it's not that he was bad it was just the expectations was crazy and the organization you know Doc Rivers ruined that team because he was supposed to come out in that press conference and say and put his arms around Ben and say oh, he needed like, like our players did <laughs> exactly Exactly. Nobody blamed him. Nobody scapegoated him. You know, like a fish rots from his head. And so I, I think from the GM to the head coach to the super to the other superstar, and B talked greasy about about Ben in the um in the you know after yeah. like all that stuff. You're supposed to take that into the locker room and do it, but they aired it out even, for everybody to see. Even Kyrie said at the end, the, the exit interview. Oh, no, no, there's no pressure on Ben. We got him. Even in the end, he still made sure he said it. No, there's no pressure Yo, on him. I love, I love that when he did that. That's 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 why it's like the gift and the curse with, with Kyrie. Like, he's a, that's he's why not, you have to take it all. You have yeah. to take it all. And you got to know that, hey, this day you're going to get A, tomorrow you're going to get Z. Right. Long as long as long as I call him the magician in my house, I call him the magician. The reason why I call him the magician when he get on the court, he don't know what he pulling out the bag. Hey, no. is it a rabbit? Is it a human? Am I gonna make you disappear? It, it could be any and everything. And so, um, you oh, look, you hit him right. Yeah. So that's my yeah. It's now good. now the podcast can end. <laughs> Yo, man, it's gonna be an interesting off season. We're gonna try to do do these joints once a week. Um, Sam is gonna come back. Sometimes it won't be me. We're trying to get everybody like kind of get set up so the, so I don't have to be involved. Um, we got a nice little crew. We're trying to pull. We're trying to pull Scary into this as well. Um, and we just want to think basketball. Y'all could y'all could um, you know hit hit the uh, Python account if you if you got questions or, or show ideas. We'd love to hear it. And and honestly, it's we don't have any access to Grom. We want. The the every dude on Python wants the same thing. We want a championship for the Nets. We want to be a dominant team. I'd love to see my team win sixty games once. You know, um, um, I'd love to be a part of a, a championship. And even if it's just doing my little pod and 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 stirring things up on Twitter to make people think, it, we want to win. That's that's all we want. I have a thought inside inside the clays this year. I, I, Let's not even talk one about. Of them in the hey, hey, we we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna um, play around with that. If I don't get if I don't get um banned from the clays, <laughs> I can Yo, foresee I myself. Listen, I don't know how they gonna ban you, and I know the head of security directly. Yo, um, for the I, my guy in there is Uncle Tony. He's he works for the <laughs> NBA though. 
Listen, I know who that guy is too. <laughs> <laughs> He's an awesome dude. Anyway, New York City's, we are Pod Thorn. We'll be back. Find us on Twitter. Check my man, BK Nets Forever, at Kool Aid Morgan, and myself at Pod Thorn. And we'll be back. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.